Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with... Francis Beck from WNY Athletics. Roger Weiss is here. Mark Slaughter's hanging out. And we are joined by the Williamsville East Softball State Champions. I like the sound of that, guys. State Champions. Number nine in the number country. Number nine. Number nine. We'll cue up some Beatles music. Uh, yeah, number nine in the country. Number one in the state. Uh, you want to talk about an incredible year, uh, Coach Chris Doors here to help explain the type of year. I mean, he's still beaming <laughs> from ear to ear. Uh, Coach, let's get started. Get right into it, guys. Uh, Coach, you got to. I mean, wow, what a year! This is the type of year that I don't care what sport you coach in, you dream about having. Yeah, well, thanks for having us, uh, Tony. Um, it is just it's been a historic season for our school for our program for these girls and we're just super proud of them uh the opportunities that they've had uh post winning the state title to come here um to to go to other radio stations and just talk about the season that we've had has been has been tremendous and it's it's uh outstanding for for these girls to have this type of uh recognition for what they've done for our school most coaches ha- uh, have a good pulse on their team and know what's coming up. Did you, going into this season, did you feel pretty good about uh, what you had and thinking, you know what, this, is, this, this could be the year we're going to make a, we're, we're going to go all the way? Well, coming off of, of two years ago where we lost in the state uh, championship game one nothing, I knew this group would be special for the next couple of years. We were kind of just happy to get there two years ago um, and didn't really expect to, to do that. Uh, when we met this year preseason, we really didn't want to talk about states. Uh, in my experience, it's usually the years that you don't expect to be there that you make it, and then mm-hmm. the years that you expect to be there, something happens along the way. And we got knocked out early uh, last year by Iroquois, who eventually went on and played in the state championship game last year for Class A. So uh, I think this this group was focused without talking about it. They were focused on, on you know, obviously winning the division and and. and playing as tough a schedule as we did uh never thought about being undefeated um and then we really didn't start talking about states obviously until until sectional started but from a coach's standpoint you sit there before the first practice and and if you're like me you just stare at the roster and you're visualizing this one's going to do this this one's going to do that i could see this happening you had in you know Roger has been filling us in on stats all year long, and we just shake our head in disbelief. Like, I, this is amazing. So you're looking at this at this roster, and you had to be sitting there going, "Oh boy, this is going to be fun." Yeah, yeah. It was it, it? It was one of those things where you look at you look at the roster, and you know the success that they had in the previous years, and now we had six seniors that were back. Um, that have all played several years for us, and 
um, you know, just looking at, at the, the, the amount of softball that they play outside of, of playing for us at, at East, uh, it was it – was, I knew it was going to be a special year. I didn't know it was going to be this special. Well, before we get in, uh, get to uh, meeting some of the girls that are here today, uh, we usually start the program off with news and notes. And uh, a couple of the girls have uh, elected to help us out this morning. Uh, first, Francis is going to get us going. Uh, he has a couple of things. So, ladies, you can kind of see how Francis uh, delivers news and notes. So, Francis, take it away. All right, we have a couple of things that came out this week. This first one is courtesy of Dave Rickey. Uh, Angelo Scandra is returning to Cardinal Chandra is returning to Cardinal O'Hara as the athletic director for one year. The men's basketball coach Tony Pulvrenti is going to be the assistant, and the plan being he'll take over the job after a year, sort of yeah. learn the ropes. I like that. Tony's a great guy. He's been doing a fantastic job. Oh, he's with treated the, us very well. Yeah, he, he does a great job with the basketball program. And Angelo, the uh, experience that he had, the success he had with his football teams, plus he's just one of the good guys in Western New York. Uh, I like this. And then the other story, I was Wednesday night at Niagara Wheatfield for a very special night. Armand Ace Cacciatore uh, had the wrestling room dedicated to him Wednesday Legend. night in a ceremony. Yeah, great ceremony. Uh, you can read more about both of those things on westernnewyorkathletics.com. So, but congrats to all of those involved, all of them involved. Yeah, outstanding. All right, now, we, uh, Raj, did you have anything? I just want to mention on a softball note, uh, today... At the, I can't say Pepsi Center, so I got to say Northtown Center, right? Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. How that works? But I want, the want to be respectful. Open uh, softball tournament is taking place uh, today. I mean, this is you could be almost as old as Anthony and playing the tournament if that's not got push it. Well, pretty close. Uh, next weekend, I believe these guys. Some of you guys might be involved in the tournament. There would be the eighteen and under tournament. And I did, you know, again, that's at the Northtown Center. Uh, and that's right. for what travel teams? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's too many house teams. That yeah, I would there. imagine. Okay. So uh, anyway, just for you people, uh, because the high school season's over, if you still need your softball fix this weekend and next weekend, Northtown Center is the place to be. Friday, Saturday, and so that's when the pool play takes place. Then Sunday. They're going to play in a pool? Yeah, it's like water polo combined with softball. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Play along with him. He doesn't get out much, Carol, so just go along with him. So that's all I have, Anthony, you know. But I will be there today. I will be there next weekend. And then, what, the following couple weekends at Hamburg or something like that? I don't have the schedule. I just know this week and next week I will, in a timely manner, present the rest in the next week or two. You got to come up and catch some of the softball action at uh, at our park, where the uh, Cayuga Gamblers uh, play. I get to watch them. We, you know, if they're playing like in a diamond next to uh, ours. Uh, by the way, shout out to Jonath for getting game ball this week in our Cayuga Cubs win. Shameless plug on my part. Uh, come out and no watch. No such animal as a shameless plug, Anthony. Come out and uh, catch some of the uh, softball. I think you'd be uh, pleased. Uh, I would never get in the batter's box. Let's just put it that way. Really? Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. As I said, we did enlist a couple of the uh, girls to help us out. And uh, Grace Pogo, you're going to start out with uh, some news and notes for us. What do you have there? Okay. Uh, we also have a celebrity basketball game today at Villa Maria College, uh, 240 Pine Road. Pine Ridge Road, sorry. Uh, it's 2 p.m. as a celebrity game. We got huge names like Damone Brown, Willie Hutch Jones, Donald Jones, 
Sam Atkin, Jay Hunter, Aaron. Oh, Jay Hunter, Aaron Williams, Mike Williams, Will Reagan, Jason Rowe, just to name a few. Those are some heavy hitters. Yeah, for sure. And uh, at 3 p.m. today, we have the Buffalo Police versus the Buffalo Fire Company. Now there is a rivalry. <laughs> Believe like me, they're going to come to win. And they take it very seriously. Yes, they do. <laughs> I've watched them play football against each other. It's very competitive. Can't wait to see who wins there. Um, then we got a basketball camp, noon to 2 p.m., ages 10 to 6. So come out. Outstanding stuff. All right, Rachel, Stefan, uh, you're going to help us out as well. All right, the Roy Hart Rams are hosting a summer basketball camp from Monday, July 1st through Wednesday, July 3rd at Royalton Heartland High School. It's for boys and girls grades pre-K through tw- pre-K through 10th. Hours are 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. and it costs $75, but enrollment is limited, so sign up now. See, there you have it. You have Williamsville East girls promoting something for Roy Hart. That's what Western York's all about, right? Tony, I think you just did that to save yourself, to give off some free labor. Actually, no. This was Right, Derek? This was an, an idea given to me uh, by Sandy Beach uh, when I told him I was going to have uh, have these uh, young ladies on. And he said, have them read your announcements. I was like, you know what? That's a pretty cool idea. I mean, so, Francis might be on to something here. Let's be real. Sometimes you like to uh, distribute. Dan- uh, please inform Sandy uh, they can't uh, take your place next Saturday. They have a softball tournament. Okay, I will tell them <laughs> that. Uh, okay, so great job, uh, ladies. Thank you very much for helping out this morning. Let's start with uh, Rachel while we have you here. You know, Coach mentioned uh, playing ball during the summer. You guys uh, involved a lot of, you know, playing a lot of travel ball. Uh, how's it work for you? Yeah, Christy and I actually play on the same travel team together, the New York Diamond Girls, and we go. Um, all over the East Coast to different tournaments, and we've played together since freshman year, so we have a lot of fun in the summer. We play. Does the traveling drive you crazy, or is this something you enjoy doing? I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, talk about this year coming into it. As I ask, uh, talk to coach about uh, what was your thoughts going into this season? Um, going into the season, I knew we had a lot of talent. It was just how we were going to utilize it, and then as our relationship as a team advanced we just played better and better together and it was awesome to see hey, obviously you guys do gel well together which is a great sign that you guys all get along and how important is it to have uh, good team chemistry i think it's so important because like we play softball to have fun and if we're not having fun out there we're not playing well so i think how much fun we had on the field was part of our huge success this year I think that's a big thing, Coach, in teaching kids that, uh, yeah, you're competitive, but you have to have fun doing it, or why else are you going to be out there? Yeah, sometimes uh, as coaches we, we want them to be serious, um, and so there were, there were times where this group had to remind me that they need to have fun, um, and Rachel was always good at that. You're <laughs> <laughs> always good at, at pulling me aside and saying, we're going to be fine. Um, so, you know, you get into a situation where the coaches are, are always serious and Tense. this is happening <laughs> and I know what's coming, uh, so to speak. And, and these girls were always good reminding me that uh, fun was the, the most important thing, um, especially for, for the entire team. So I think, you know, I found that it's always helpful when you see that the team is tense, when they're putting too much pressure on, on themselves, that that's the time to goof off as a coach. I want to get them laughing. That's my goal. I want to make them laugh before they go to the batter's box, uh, before they go out on offense or defense, uh, whatever, whatever I'm doing. I want the kids to have fun. 
if they're having fun, they're not thinking so much of all the mechanics and everything involved. They just kind of let it happen. Yeah, I think that letting it happen is important. Um, you know, they have a tendency when you're in the batter's box to put so much pressure on yourself. Um, and as coaches, we try and remind them of certain things. And most of the time, I think they tune us out. Uh, you know, practice is the time for us to to really hone in. We, we I, I I enjoy having fun, um, but I'm also the type of guy that needs them to focus at the same time. So, Raj. Anthony, I must have been at the wrong games. I can't remember a game where they weren't having fun. And the only time Chris had to be a disciplinary and all that is when uh, the girls did something on the field that he felt they should be addressed right away. And even if he did that, it certainly was not in a humiliating uh, manner. Uh, the parents, and I got to know a few of the parents along the way and all that, if they would have objected to the way their girls would have been handed, handled, Believe me when I tell you, they don't hold anything back. They let anybody and everybody to listen know, what's this coach doing? What's that coach doing? I didn't see any of that. And I was quite a few games. And, you know, I, I used to tell Rachel, I can't make all the games because it's a long walk from North Boston to, uh, you know, East Amherst, especially trying to do that during rush hour and all that. But I made enough games where I think I can formulate a valid opinion. Well, this coach's job is to teach. You know, that's that's you're a coach, but you're also a teacher. If there's a lesson to be taught, uh, whether it's how you approach the game or it's uh, lining up the cutoff, whatever it is, you have to be able to do that. And uh, there should never be a problem with that. Yeah, I saw I saw my biggest job and our coaching staff's biggest job this year, I think, is is, you know, obviously keeping them focused, but also keeping them grounded. I think that helped out with this group that we didn't get too. Yeah, too you can't get too high. Yeah. Uh, when it came to ten and 0, 12 and 0, 13 and 0, uh, you know, with high school with high school players, sometimes you just never know what's going to happen. And to to end up being twenty and 0 to finish the season, then then you certainly want to be undefeated from then on because sectional started. So. Sure. One game and you're out. Exactly. Uh, Rachel, what are your plans after high school? Um, I will be attending Fordham University Ooh. to play softball, but I'm also majoring in chemistry, which is my main priority. We get all these Einsteins that come in here, Roger. They're so smart. <laughs> chemistry, I'm like, what? Huh? But I had to teach her something last week. What's that? She did not know who the seven blocks of granite were. Really? Yeah. And you taught it? Yes. Did you learn that at Kensington? No, uh, pre-Kensington. <laughs> uh, uh, for those of you who don't know and you listeners, Seven blocks of granite was a famous, I shouldn't say offensive line, because they went both ways back then, not the least of which one of the seven blocks of granite was Vince Lombardi. Oh, really? That I didn't know, so now I learned something. Thanks, Raj. Uh, Grace Pogo, your uh, your thoughts on the season, how it went, uh, and just in general. Uh, I had so much fun. It was such a great way to just finish my senior year. Um, we just ended like 27-0, which is unbelievable. I couldn't even believe that. We never lost. We would joke and be like, oh, the white jersey's lucky. We haven't lost. And everyone would be like, we haven't lost in the red either. We're undefeated. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> so, thing. It's superstitions. Yeah. We are crazy with superstitions. Tell us about some. All right, you just mentioned the uh, jerseys. What are yeah. some of the other superstitions well, that either you have or your team has? I think has? like everyone has their own ritual in the batting box. Like I know uh, some are like swings or bat, like side to side. And Rachel like taps her helmet. And Kayla like hits her 
cleats so hard you think she's gonna like break her foot but yeah so i think those like pre-game or pre-batting rituals like help everyone just when you get in those like tough situations it's probably nice to just be grounded with your just habits that you do every single at bat no matter what game it is so for some and i don't know if you guys are like me i have to find a lucky spot in the dugout that's where, okay, if I'm by this spot, we're going to do well. If I move yeah. over five feet, no, it's over. We're done. Well, Summer, so. she has a special corner in our dugout. It's like, no, she just chills there. We're like, sometimes we're like. This is my corner. Yeah. Get out. No, actually, we'll be like, oh, come on, Summer. Like, join the team. She'll be like, no, I'm in my corner. Like, okay, that's fine. Who's the one that uh, hits their cleats with a bat in the batter's box? Kayla, she's not here, yeah. Well, but. my question is this. Do you know how that uh, ritual came about? It was years ago playing on a natural turf where you walk up into the batter's box or the baseline or the warning track, which actually has dirt and mud, and it gets it coagulates onto your steel cleats. You guys don't even know what steel cleats are, do you? That's they, illegal now, right? Yeah. Yes. What the uh, players did, they whacked, they backed just to knock off the excess mud that's caked off. And my question to whoever does that, why would you do that on, on AstroTurf? Are, are you knocking the nylon off your cleats? I see these girls do it all the time, and they says, you know what, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But I just couldn't hold back any longer. I had to ask. You know, some for some it's uh, a pregame meal. I have to eat the same thing. Uh, we have a kid on our team. He has to have peanut butter and bananas, like the old Elvis Presley sandwich. Yeah, so do I. Uh, it, it, you know, for luck. And uh, Wade Boggs, you heard the what? He ate a whole chicken or something before every game. You know, things like that. You have those superstitions. Superstitions. Coach, did you have any? Um, I, I try. I try and stay to the same spot in the dugout, but I, I'm not very not very superstitious they these guys have a lot more superstitions than i do and they're they stick to them no like okay if i'm going to fill out the lineup in this particular way every time no things like that no nothing like that i think they're they they take care of all the superstitions for me between wearing the same jerseys and and same socks some people don't, don't wash don't wash their socks uh, various different things so. are you the type of coach that likes to pace back and forth or are you calm yes. yeah i'm a pacer yeah i'm a pacer <laughs> i'll admit it uh, yeah i'm i'm someone that moves all around the place then when the game seems like all right, it looks like we got this one. Then you can sit down and, and relax a little bit. A little bit, okay, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to some more of the Williamsville East players, uh, state champions, number nine ranked softball team in the country. Huge congratulations to them. We'll be back with more inside high school sports on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri here. Francis Beck, Roger Weiss, Marquel Slaughter's visiting. He's just hanging out in the back. 
going, hey, what's up? And we are joined by Coach Chris Stewart and state champion Winsville East softball team. Flames got it done this year, ranked number one in New York State, number nine in the country. Coach, who do we have up next? Well, we have uh, Maddie Miske, uh, our center fielder, uh, senior, going to be going to uh, Fredonia to play basketball. And then Christy Mack, uh, our shortstop for uh, four and a half to five years, I think. And third baseman before that, Christy's played for, for me for since seventh grade. Wow. And she's going to be uh, going to uh, Hartford. Christy, talk about uh, the bonus or benefits of playing for the same coach for such a long period of time. Oh, um, yeah, you really create a bond, and you guys, you, I mean, you really, like, just know, get to know each other over the years. I mean, I spent so much time with him since middle school. He would pick me up, and you just, I don't know, and it's, it's just, it's good to know who you're, you know, who you're playing for inside and out, like. So and also to know what, uh, what is expected at when, what, how's he going to react right, when. Right, exactly. You know, and practice way, is getting out ahead. Hey, guys, coach right. is going to get upset any second Right, now. exactly. You can, you know how he's going to react and respond, so that way you can tell the younger girls, too, and, uh. And that way they're not like worried if he's going to be upset or not, or like, you know, you know, just, you just know how to read him. You know? Right. How important, the girls. how important is as a player to have a good line of communication with your coach? Oh, I think very important. I mean, um, next year I definitely, I looked for a good relationship with my coach that I'm going to be playing for because you spend most of your time with them. And I think that's a big thing. It plays a big role in how you perform out in the field and just in general with the team and everything. Players should never feel uh, shy or, uh, I don't know what term to use, just uh, apprehensive about going to the coach about something. If something bothers you as a player or if you have a question about something that is being taught or something that the team is doing, you should feel comfortable to be able to go to your coach and say, hey, coach, uh, you know, what's up with this? Right. Oh, yeah. that's def- You definitely need that. Um, I would say... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you just I would say that that's like a really big thing is having that mentality that you know that you can go to coach for anything or you know you just got to have a good relationship, I guess. Money for lunch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the important things like that. Uh any idea what you're going to major in? When Um I want to go into communications and they have uh there's a journalism and sports media broadcasting, and ESPN is actually located like right outside of my of Hartford. So That's right. I can do some inter- internships, hopefully, with them, and go from there. Internship is probably the most important. Mm-hmm. In fact, it will be more important than the classes you take yeah. uh, in school, right? Because that's gonna it's gonna prepare you. You're gonna right. be able to do everything. And my advice to you is when you get an internship, ask as many questions yeah. as you possibly mm-hmm. can. Familiarize yourself with every aspect of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing this? How are they doing this? And those are the things that you want to look for. And that's gonna help. That's gonna benefit you as a broadcaster, yeah. as a journalist and understanding that the more you can do, the more valuable you are. Right. Uh, Tony, Tony, I want to bring this up. I know Roger mentioned this last week. The state championship weekend, uh, Coach Durr and the underclassmen left with Eden Friday morning, and then the seniors had prom. They went to senior prom and then left school at 12.30 to play in their semifinal game at 9 a.m. I'll ask this to Maddie. How did you guys get through that? Um, it was definitely hard. Sleeping on a bus is not easy. Um, 
and especially getting there at 5 a.m. in the morning and sleeping for maybe another two hours, running on about like three, four hours of sleep. It was definitely hard to go out in the first game and like come out like awake. But like it like once once we started going, it like it was easy. Like the adrenaline kicked in and it was easy because um, we knew what we were there for and we wanted to get the job done. When did you hit the wall? Um, I didn't actually. I it was weird because like I think I had like the me and Chrissy had like the least amount of sleep on the team, and <laughs> oh, we're finding um, that out now. Oh, we did. <laughs> How do you po- <laughs> under those circumstances? You just finished with your senior prom. You're about to play in the state championship game. I don't think it's that easy just to nod off and start cutting wood. Well, first of all, how, I mean, do you enjoy the prom, oh, yeah. known with, with all the pressure and thinking about the game the next day? Yeah, I mean, we were definitely thinking about it a lot because we were, like, we were mostly worried about, like, how we were going to, like, get on the bus later and, like, sleep. But, like, um, it definitely, like, played an effect during prom. But, like, we were just really excited to get going and, um, like, go out there and win the championship. Anthony, I showed you that picture a little bit early. It sure looked like they were having a good time at that prom. Absolutely. Uh, Maddie, what is your, you know, you're going to Fredonia, but you're going to play basketball. Boo. Now, now, Francis, keep it nice. I mean, multi-talented in uh, more than one sport. That's pretty awesome. Uh, What is it about basketball that you love so much? Um, It's just I've my grandpa actually played when he was at UB, so it's like been in my family for a while. And um, I don't. It's just basketball gives me something different than softball can't and. I don't know, I've been playing softball my entire life, and then I started playing travel basketball, and it's just, like, something that I, like, just wanted to keep going with instead of, I don't know, like, softball b- softball and baseball have also been a part of my life for a really mm-hmm. long time because my grandpa is also, was also a scout. And, Mandy, um, don't tell uh- – don't tell. Don't say that he was a scout for Yankees or uh, Anthony L. Freak. I know <laughs> they're getting ready to play in London against the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know basketball. It just makes me. Uh, I don't know. It's like a lot different for me than softball. It just it brings out something different in me. What do you plan on majoring in, Fredonia? Uh, criminal justice. Ooh. There you go. Oh, good to have a connection there, Anthony. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know some lawyers uh, that I could introduce you to uh, that are in the family that could help you out there. Anthony, before you let Maddie go, uh, ask her about the dramatic home run. Uh, it took her, what, how many years playing varsity and how many at-bats before you finally hit a home run? Um, it was my final at-bat of my career um, after four years of being on varsity, and it was just awesome to go out with a bang like that and – because I knew I, I've always wanted to get a home run at least in one of my games, and it, it was just crazy to think that I was able to get it in my very last at-bat of my career. That's like a drop-the-mic drop, drop the mic, uh, moment. Yeah. Boom! Thank you very much. I'm <laughs> out of here. Peace. There's only one problem, though. What's that? And Christy ruined it for her. How? <laughs> Maddie had aspirations of hitting the game-winning home run, and she's on deck, and what does Christy do? She hit the home run before Maddie had a chance. It's okay. I forgive her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But, uh, well, no, you don't know. You know, people say I don't have a stake in it. Well, a ribeye? If you'd have seen me. Uh, <laughs> see what I mean? If I bring up food, I, I hear about it. Uh, all I could think of before you two guys uh, pulled that off in the bottom of the fifth, I believe it was, uh, 
Four, no, I mean, nothing, nothing after four innings. All I could think of was two years ago. Oh, no, don't tell me it's going to be deja vu. Because two years ago, if you told me you guys would have only given up one run, I'd have bet a lot of money that you guys would have won the States two years ago. So I was, I was relieved, believe me. You know, one nothing, I says, okay, I'm okay now. I think I can get through the last two innings. And then when Maddie hit the home run, I says, well, and I know Summer was getting tired because, uh, you know, in the first game she gave up one hit and struck out 11. And the second game she only gave up two hits and struck out nine. Oh, so this you, kind of performance so, will not be tolerated. So you can see while all of it was starting to wear on her. Uh, I, and we'll get to uh, Summer in the next uh, segment and all that. But uh, the girl on, is it true the girl on the team that you guys beat in the final pitched all 26 innings that day? Yes. Whoa. One to 20 inning game, one to nothing. And then. Because I had heard rumors that they switched pitchers, but I guess it was uh, the yeah. team that Boston Spa beat yeah. that switched pitchers and all that. And mm-hmm. Boston Spa, to their credit, I guess they were down to their last out, <clears throat> down one nothing in the semifinal, and the girl hit the home run to tie the game. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of drama down yeah. there, Anthony, and I was so proud to be a part of it. Yeah, I've been told that there's a lot of drama in softball. That's amazing. Uh, Maddie, did you know that the, it was a home run as soon as you hit it? I mean, when the ball, you know, you make that contact and say, okay, this is out of here, or was it a uh, type of deal you were sweating it out for a few seconds? Um, I definitely did not think it was going to go over. I thought it was just going to be a pop-up to center, and then it just kept going, and I was like, wow, I, I could do that? Like, I did not know I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I could say, Anthony, the way her t- – their, her teammates reacted to that better than the home run that Christie hit. And to me, I don't even think the after the last out made, you guys were as crazy about the last out and winning the States as you were about Maddie hitting that home run. I mean, you guys were out of control when Maddie hit that home run. <laughs> she actually had to stop before she hit home plate to move everybody out of the way. Everybody was so happy. <laughs> Chris, let me ask you a question. I mean, you know, you face the state, you know, go all the way state champion, whatnot. How does West, the rest of Western New York and the teams that you guys played stack up against the teams that you played in from Rochester on? Yeah, I mean, Western New York's always done really well. Uh, our section, uh, getting to getting to states, you know, Orchard Park's won, Eden's won, Clarence has won in the past. So. Getting down there, I think we have very successful programs in relation to to the rest of the state. Um, you know, obviously, Section Five has strong athletic programs, so t- sometimes obviously it's tough to get by them. I think we have the toughest road to get to states in any sport. Well, you look at the um, rivalry between Section Six and Section Five, which has been so strong and so good for so long of a period of time, no matter the sport. Yes, and there are some sections in the state get, that get buys. Uh, because there's three sections in, in the regionals, so they get either have to play a sub-regional or somebody gets a bye. So, um, you know, obviously getting there is 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 really important. But uh, for this team, I, I was just so excited for this group because of what happened two years ago, and and it's been on their mind since then. And I mean, you've knocked on the door in other sports, <laughs> so fi- uh, to finally not too be many able to coaches pro- have taken a team three different sports to three state semifinals. That's You're amazing. looking at one of them right now, Anthony. Yeah, we, we lost one nothing both times in soccer that we've gone once in overtime and once with uh, a minute to go. 
Uh, and then in basketball, we, we lost to the eventual state state champion. So um, we've been there. I was uh, this. I I've been telling everybody all year that I was just along for the ride with this team. That this team is so talented and so together and so happy to be around each other. That I was just kind of every once in a while I had to say something, and most of the time it was just let them play and get out of their way. How does I mean you know from a personal standpoint as a coach to get that monkey off your back? How did it feel? Well, I, I don't think uh, you know. Obviously, we don't, we don't coach for for that reason. Uh, we coach to have a difference in in kids' lives. Um, I always joke with them that I coach for the money, um, <laughs> and, and they certainly know that that's not true. Well, that's you why are we're all billions billions. <laughs> um, Well, between your chauffeur that drops you off in a limousine every day <laughs> and all that, you must you know. Yeah, yeah. I wish. I wish you're gonna be um, signing one of those contracts like uh, uh, Sweeney. Yeah. He did with Clemson. Yeah, people <laughs> ask me what what kind of a bonus check I got for winning the state title, um, and it, it still hasn't shown up yet. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, obviously, don't hold your breath on this. this. He gets to keep the deposit on all the bottles that they pick <laughs> yeah. up at the ballpark. <laughs> This is the bonus to spend right. an extra three weeks with with this group of of girls, um, you know, to to have them feel the excitement that they felt. Um, I just think back to regionals where we won regionals and it was twelve nothing, and then all of a sudden they kind of just jogged on the field and met at in the circle, and you know there was just it was business like almost. And then to compare that to the last celebration where. They were just jumping around and really excited, obviously, uh, is, is what it's all about for me. It may be the most amazing feeling to watch your kids that you coach celebrating the championship. Yeah. It's it. I can't even put it into words. You know, I, I had on a much smaller scale, had the chance to experience that last summer. Uh, it, and it's it's incredible. Yeah, as I've said to several people, it, it kind of caught me when we had that three to nothing lead, and it was you know there was two outs in the in the bottom of the sixth, and we were up three nothing, and I I knew that um, that there was no way that Boston Spot was going to score three runs and tie this up in one inning with Summer pitching the way she was and with our defense that um, it, I kind of got a little emotional standing down there in the third base coaching box knowing that. Uh, you know this this long season because you you're going undefeated, um, and there's a lot of lot of stress along with that, sure. uh, and a lot of pressure to to keep things moving. So uh, I was just so happy for them. When do you start work for next season? Yesterday. <laughs> well, they've started already. Mm -hmm. The 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 ones that are coming back. Um, I try and stay uh, away from them in the summer. I try and get out and see some games, but I think it's important for them to hear from different people hear different philosophies, hear different ways of doing things. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll be back together uh, in, in March uh, with uh, with everything for, for next year. So we've got a not to discount that we're, we're losing these six seniors, but we've got We've got a lot coming back and, and a good JV program. So, And I'm sure you'll do very well. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Cara Leone, and we're going to talk with Summer Clark. All that and more on Inside High School Sports. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, Sports Talk Saturday. Follow us up. Nate will be in the chair. A lot to talk about, so stay tuned right here at WGR Sports Radio 
550. All right, one last segment of Inside High School Sports before we make way in uh, joining us is uh, Cara Leone and Summer Clark. Cara is uh, headed to UB. She's going to play softball. And Summer is going to Missouri to play softball. So uh, welcome to the program, ladies, and let's uh, start with Cara. Excuse uh, me, Anthony, just yes. bearing in mind, Summer is going to Missouri, but not for two more years. She just finished her sophomore year. Yeah, she has two more years to dominate uh, Western New York, and right now the other coaches are going, oh, come on, <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> Hey, Too bad. <laughs> hey, her battery mate, who hit what two home runs uh, in the semifinal game, her battery mate is only an eighth grader, and she bats clean up. It's not fair. <laughs> it's just not fair. I mean, isn't that kind of meanwhile? Co- coach is smiling. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> she. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Heather Haberman is. She went to uh, Hamburg High School. She's at Niagara now. She had a home run in the state championship game. Back in 2000, Markel, help me out. Does 2013 sound about right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as an eighth grader, it's a home run in the state championship game. And my question to Ella, if she was here, what do you do for an encore? <laughs> How do you match that? It takes, it's going to take her four years to try to equate what she did in eighth grade. And, you know, she couldn't make it today, so we had to give a shout to her. I thought it would be remiss if we did not mention it. Absolutely. Uh, Kara, talk about the season, your thoughts on uh, as the year was going on, uh, how were you feeling, and when did you start thinking state? Um, well, from the beginning of the season, I knew that, like, I felt like this team was the best team yet in my whole high school career um just because like i love all my teammates and we all got so close with the team bondings and every game and we would always laugh and i knew that we just had so much talent on this team i felt like states was um in the picture from the start but i didn't start thinking about it until sectionals because you know you couldn't really think about it until the the season was over and playoffs started Every team has the uh, team clown, somebody that's going to crack the whole team up. Who would that be for your team? Um, uh, All of the above. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like a lot of – everyone's really funny. I think Kayla, she might have been – she was one of the funniest. She would just dance like before every game. She would try to teach me how to dance, but I, I could never get it. But <laughs> everyone would just stare at Kayla before every game and laugh. She would always do like Michael Jackson dances, and it was the funniest. She could do a moonwalk? Yeah, she can. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the other things that you guys do to lighten the mood for the team? Um, well, back to, like, the superstitions. Um, before usually every game, especially, like, in states, we would always go to, like, a sewer and put our foot feet in, and um, the captains would spit on the ground. <laughs> and then we'd, like, talk about the game. And I think that lightened the mood a lot. And during states, we couldn't find a sewer, so... Um, Grace, she like drew a circle with water, so we did that, and that always lightened the mood. We always look forward to the pregame sewer talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk with Summer Clark, who's headed to uh, Missouri. <laughs> She's like, oh, me? <laughs> I've heard your name all year long and how dominant a pitcher you are. Uh, what is it about your pitching that uh, – that dominates. What is it? Is it your your change up, your fast, the speed that you're able to put on your fastball? 
Um, I think it's my speed and my movement on my pitches and definitely my changeup keeps batters off balance. What are some of the things that you do to improve in pitching? For uh, young young pitchers out there who may be listening, they want to be the next Summer Clark, what do they need to do? Um, practice every day, like in the winter, in the off season. You have to practice even if you don't want to, like just your spins or know getting stronger so how much throwing would you do in like in a typical winter day um at least a half an hour every day okay so do you say i have to throw 100 today i'm only gonna throw 50 today i mean do you put a number out there or it's just okay from time the clock starts i'm going for a half an hour um well usually i do a certain number of each of my pitches so like let's say 20 good pitches for each of them then yeah do you experiment with different type of pitches? It's like, okay, I've seen this one on TV, or I went to a tournament, I saw this girl throwing it this way, I'm going to try it. Um, yeah, I work with a lot of pitching coaches to work on my spins and get better movements. So. Do you ever get confused? I mean, if you're talking to multiple coaches, and coach, you might be able to uh, step in on this as well, but uh, are you ever given cross signals? Okay, somebody's telling me to do X, but then the next coach is telling me to do Y. Yeah, but I just have to work with both and see which one works better. So, so it becomes personal preference yeah, at that yeah. point. Okay. Summer, you gave up less than half a run a game. Do you ever go into a game trying to get a shutout, or what's your mindset when you take the circle? Um, one pitch at a time. Um, I'm just trying to throw strikes, and if they get a hit, I know the players behind me will make amazing plays. Like, for example, Abby Stalrek, she made so many diving plays in Chelsea and right field. She Abby's, always, the, Abby's the second baseman this year. Yeah, Chelsea and right field would always throw girls out at first. So. That's one wow. of the most impressive yeah. things that I see is when somebody gets <laughs> thrown out from the outfield. I love watching that. It's so cool. Yeah, it's actually demoralizing for the other team. Sure. When they, they finally get a hit on Summer. And uh, I think Chelsea did that, I think, about 10 times this year where she'd come in and grab the ball, you know, off the ground or on a short hop and throw the girl out at first. And, um, you know, this, this I just have to talk about these two. They, they, they went undefeated 27-0 and with the two pitchers. Um, we would not be where we are today if it, if it was not for both of them. Uh, you know, with softball in the spring and baseball in the spring with the weather, sometimes you're playing four or five, six games in a week. And to be able to rotate pitchers and have confidence in both of them throughout the season uh, was amazing for, for us as a team. And, um, you know, obviously the team made plays behind them. Uh, all year long, great plays, great catches, um, and keeping three outs to an inning—that's the key. Yeah, and and I think these two could go out on the mound and know that because of the way we hit the ball. Uh, you know, we had eight players on the team bat over 400 this year. That's just amazing. That um, we had a team batting average of 389 for 14 wow. girls. So uh, for them to go out on the mound and have just go pitch and. We're going to get some hits. We're going to get some runs. So just go do what you do. And that was kind of their motto all year as a team, just do what we do. Well, I imagine the confidence level when, when you guys know that uh, no matter what, you've got studs everywhere that are going to be able to make the play. Uh, so maybe you might take that chance and throw the ball inside or, you know, or whatever. Uh, it gives you that. It's nice to have that confidence knowing that you are backed up. And I think that's got to be amazing as, as a pitcher. And like you said, Coach, to be able to uh, – rotate them you know 
okay, we're facing this type of team. I'm going with this one, or I'm going to go with that one. That's it, it, a nice. Uh, it's a nice, nice thing to, to have. have a number one and a number one A. a. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I knew this was going to be special when we played Victor, who was defending double-A champions before um, break. They were actually on their break, and it was before our break, and these two combined for a no-hitter against them. Wow. Uh, number one team in double-A early on. So I knew that I could count on both of them throughout the year. That's outstanding. Well, Coach, thanks so much for spending some time. And, and ladies, thank you for coming in today and spending some time with us on Inside High School Sports. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you guys all in your careers, in your academics, and in life. And, Coach, best of luck to you in everything that you do. And, uh, once again, uh, thanks a lot. Thanks to DK. Thanks to the guys for uh, coming in today. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.